Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur. Get ready for your brain massage. Thank you, all who have served. It's Veterans Day weekend, and happy birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps. Corps, I should say, right? Don't say Obama never taught me anything. <laughs> Did you ever wonder if he was really that stupid or if he was just sending one of those subliminal messages he likes to or liked to put out there from time to time, calling the Marine Corps uh, the Marine Corps? Anyway, uh, yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me either. He, yeah, he, he was that dumb. Wartime propaganda is revving up, but we do have some really cool stuff to use for killing people and breaking things. Have you noticed all that? Wow. Update on the Comer investigation into the Biden crime family. The secularists are freaking out that a real Christian has just moved into third place for the presidency. Why do they hate Mike Johnson? And along the same line of thought, why does the world, it seems, hate Israel? Update and perspective on Israel's war on Hamas terrorists. The left's reaction to the manifesto of a queer mass murderer is very, well, queer. Whoa, this is good news. Wait till you hear what's coming down on the election integrity front. Vax attacks on Americans continue. But signs of hope are appearing. Calls for Fauci to face criminal charges, for example. Be prepared, my friends, to fight them in our streets. Sadly, it might take that to finally slap America out of her long stupor. Okay, my friends, it's time for your brain massage. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit, delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. Superlatives are always wrong, except when you say superlatives are always wrong. (laughs) Uh, But even that is not always true. You see, you can't overstate the glory and praise of our Lord Jesus Christ, which actually then turns around to prove the rule that superlatives are always wrong. All right, you got to think about that one for a while. So you understand when I say everybody is talking about World War III, I mean everybody who's engaged in the conversation. And that includes the complete set of whoever is. <laughs> All right, we've been engaged in World War III for a long time. Ask the RAND Corporation think tank. Uh, but because it's irregular warfare, we've not paid any attention to it. Mao declared war on America but you would be hard-pressed to find the exact quote. He referred to America as his most respected enemy, and he vowed one day to conquer America by the hammer of communism. But Nixon shook his hand, you know, uh, and for a whole minute, by the way, and uh, Nixon assumed that made everything okay. I mean, we know how that Judas kiss went down, right? Turned out real well. It's taken a while, but it's out in the open now. China has declared war on America. Fox Business, quote, Chinese Communist Party has declared war on American workers. And you can go to the link I have here. So when I say here, I mean, here's the link. The Hill, quote, China has declared information warfare against America. Biden must respond vigorously, in quote, here. 
Politico, quote, the Pentagon is freaking out about a potential war with China because America might lose, end quote, here. Newsweek, quote, China issues ominous war warning to U.S., end quote, here. NBC News, quote, Air Force General predicts war with China in 2025, here. And he tells officers to prep by firing a clip at a target and aim for the head. Read it here. And Washington Post, the same. Read it here. And that just gives you a, a little sampling. I did a show a while back exposing secretly recorded conversations between high-ranking CCP, Chinese Communist Party, military officers laying out their plans to attack America. Remember the surveillance balloon they sent to scout out some of our key military installations across America? And the reports that the Chinese Communist military bases are operating across our northern border there in North Dakota, in Canada. And that in Canada, the CCP military exercises have been going on for really almost well two or three years now. Certainly we began hearing about it in, 20, uh, in 2019 and 2020. Uh, under the full approval of Trudeau. Yeah, that guy. Uh, then you get Newsweek, quote, is China sneaking military personnel into the U.S. via border? What we know, and that's here. Don't trust Newsweek? Well, neither do I. So here you go. How about American military news? Quote, video, military-aged Chinese males entering U.S. through Mexico. Report, end quote. Read it here. And guys whose opinion I respect, like Bongino and Tucker, are warning us the fight will likely be in our own streets. Uh, read it here. Tucker sees the Biden administration and the puppeteers pulling his strings are gearing up for actual war against MAGA Americans, triggering civil war that will be waged in our own streets. Yeah, check it out right here and here and here. So, friend, you need to be prepared to fight them in our streets. Is this what it will take finally to wake America up? Are we going to have to fight a new revolutionary war? Will we have to defend our declaration again in order to secure protections of our inalienable rights recognized in our Constitution? Our human rights, for heaven's sake. And while all this is developing, we have a buffoon in the White House. And not just a bungling buffoon, but a wicked, lying, traitor bungling buffoon. Update on the Comer investigation into Biden crime family activity. Listen to this. First, we, we know that credible informants have been alerting FBI field offices all across the country about the Biden's criminal money laundering activity for the past 15 years. And Representative Comer, chairman of the House Oversight Committee, now has proof that the multiple shell corporations, 20 of them, my friends, that were set up by the Bidens, funneled money directly into Joe Biden's personal bank accounts. Subpoenas have been issued demanding the testimony under oath of the, quote, two top lieutenants in the Biden crime family to testify and answer to the American people. Comey said, they can't dodge my questions when their own bank records are sitting right in front of them. Comey has demanded the appearance of Hunter, his uncle, and that's Joe's brother James, and Rob Walker a business associate who blew the whistle on him a little while back, to give you some scope of the allegations, here is a statement from the House Oversight Committee regarding these financial records that they've been studying. According to financial records, and I have a link to this report from the Oversight Committee right here, by the House Oversight Committee, the Biden family set up over 20 shell companies, most of which were created when Joe Biden was vice president. 
in a concerted effort to hide payments from foreign adversaries. The Biden family, their business associates, and their companies received over $24 million from foreign nationals over the course of approximately five years, including millions of dollars from China, Russia, Ukraine, Romania, Kazakhstan. The Bidens and their associates made complicated financial transactions to conceal the source and and total amount of money that they received from foreign nationals and companies. And I've got the link right here. Much of this $24 million came to Biden via Ukraine and the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, The enemy friend owns the presidency. Lincoln famously said no intercontinental power would ever uh, cross the ocean there and and destroy America. Couldn't even take a drink out of the Ohio, he said. Uh, That if America is to be destroyed, it would be destroyed from within. Okay, I need to wrap the first segment and deliver the point. Right now, the secularists are freaking out that a real Christian has just moved into third place in line for the presidency. Why do they hate new House Speaker Mike Johnson? They have accused him of having not reported a checking or savings account in his name for the seven years he's been in Congress. The reason he has not reported any checking or savings accounts is, my friends, his balances don't meet the reporting threshold. That's something insider trading Pelosi and Scummer and the influence peddling Biden and the rest of the moneyed elite don't understand. In other words, for the seven years that Johnson has been in Congress, he has not used his position to rip off the American taxpayer. He has not taken any bribes or received any dirty money from big corporations like Big Pharma or the Chinese Communist Party money laundered through 20 different contrived shell corporations to hide it. Here are no less than 10 articles raising serious questions about Mike Johnson's financials based entirely on the fact he doesn't make enough money to meet the threshold requiring that he report a checking or savings account. The latest accusation will blow your mind. Rolling Stone accused, and that's the operative word here, accused Johnson for not watching pornography and went into detail about him entering into an accountability agreement with his son regarding what they watch on the Internet. You should read the article linked here. It's unreal. You begin to realize these people are so corrupted and perverted in their soul. They actually think it's perverted to not be perverted. Contrast Mike Johnson with Biden and Hunter and Clinton and uh, you get the you get the idea. Now, now here's the point. They're screaming about Mike Johnson being a Christian nationalist. You can go here and here and here and here to read about that. Now, this one really cracked me up. Rolling Stone is appalled that Mike Johnson flies the appeal to heaven flag outside his office, just like a real uh, Christian nationalist would. Folks, this is the flag George Washington designed and under which he fought the entire war for independence for our liberties. I've got a sticker of this flag in one of my preaching Bibles. This tells you everything you need to know for me to make my point. The secularization of our Christian nation under God has been going on for many decades, almost a century now. And we have pretty much ignored it. 
We, we have even bought into some of the rhetoric used to advance the secularization of America. The propaganda like, you can't legislate morality. What a stupid notion. All legislation is about what's right and wrong. Uh, the Christians do not belong in politics. You know, keep your Christianity out of politics. Oh, we let you bring your Marxist, godless humanism into it? And so much other nonsense that has convinced many Christians that America is a secular nation that has no connection to Christianity uh, of our founding, culminating with Obama's declaration that America is no longer a Christian nation. No longer? Well, that's a dimension even in his Marxist brain that, uh, that America was indeed a Christian nation, and I believe still is. And so how is it working for you, my friend? How, how's this working out for you? How do you like your new secular America? You like it? Or do you compare it to the culture of the founding fathers or compare it to the culture leading literally all the way up into the 50s? Go ahead and make the comparison. Tell me how much you like it. Do you like forced queering of our children in our schools? You like godless Marxist socialist policies stripping away one after another of our inalienable rights as human beings? Uh, how do you like this wicked, godless, God-hating America as founded, led by a little girl hair sniffer? Uh, let's let's normalize gender confusion. Let's normalize pedophilia. How's that? Let's encourage perverse, obscene, homosexual displays in public while ginning up hatred for so-called white people, calling them the privileged class to gender envious class hatred and trigger unstable, gender-confused people like that tranny Audrey Hale, who revealed in its manifesto that the reason it went on a rampage targeting white Christians was well, to kill people, to kill the people Biden targeted. Yeah, the white privileged kids. Biden, you and your fellow secularists, kill those kids with your constant targeting of white Christians. You pack of miserable fools. You wanted a godless America? Well, baby, you got it. No, sir. It's time to get Christianity back into power positions in this country. We need to turn this country back to our Christian-based founding. And friend, the sooner, the better. Satan wants you to believe the world belongs to him and that you, Christian, have no say and no place in it. But the secret is out. Jesus is king and all mankind are his subjects. Satan has no right to rule an inch of territory in the earth. Learn how to claim the earth for Jesus Christ. Get God's war. Why Christians should rule the world. Devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the White House, your brain masseur, and Paul Revere's lantern lighter, lighting the lamps of the church belfry arch, singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our liberties. I finished, published, and it's in distribution. The new book, Let My People Breathe, Unmasking the Mass Controversy with Science and Scripture, along with medical professional Sarah Green. And we're addressing the unscientific mask nonsense they want to push on us. You can get the book by going to SantaMariaLighthouse.org. You'll be redirected to our church website. And along the top row of menu items, select Hot Topics. And under that, select Let My People Breathe. Now, those of you who live within the reach of this radio broadcast can get the book for free if your zip code qualifies. All you do is use your zip code as a coupon code and then uh, apply it and it'll zero out the balance. So get a free copy of the of the ebook, of course, not not the physical book, the ebook with a qualifying zip code and that'll include all cities within the reach of this broadcast. Click the download the book button on that page I just directed you to and that's the button under my bio and if your zip code does not qualify, well go ahead and buy it for $5. 
and receive it immediately to your device. Or if you prefer a physical copy, like I do, you can select Purchase the Book button under Sarah's bio. And then you can save $3 off the usual price of $15.99, so you'll only pay $12.99, then plus shipping. Now, you can also get the book on Amazon. So if you have Prime, depending on what they're selling it for, you might work out a better deal because you'll save shipping there. It's available literally wherever books are sold. Even Walmart.com has the book. Now, you need it to get informed about this because they're coming back. Let my people breathe on masking the mass controversy with science and scripture. Chapter 5 is worth whatever you end up paying for this book. And by the way, on the Let My People Breathe book page, you can sign up to receive our free newsletter, keeping you updated on news related to masks and vaccine uh, mandates, and offering articles of interest on the subject written by me or by Sarah. You know, like one of them I I published recently, uh, What Does the Bible Say About Mask Mandates? And Our Christian Responsibility to Obey Every Ordinance of Man. Very interesting and very important question. Get the article, give it a read. It's free. It's available to you on our website. And that, that article is called, by the way, The Rule of Law. And I think you'll find it interesting. My next book coming out, I hope soon, is uh, Election or Selection, The People's Right of Consent, where I expose the whole voter fraud business. And, it, and it's a business, friend, a crooked one at that. And I show that the principle that government receives its just powers from the consent of the governed is a biblical doctrine. It's Bible, friend. And the old divine right of kings thing that pretends to be a Bible truth is not. It's a false doctrine. It's a lie. And I show that clearly for you in this book. The wicked idea of the divine right of kings comes from the lie that every person who holds power holds that power by the will of God. Because the idea is, the assumption is, no one can have power that God didn't put into power. That's a perverse assumption related uh, uh, to a false notion of God's sovereignty. Uh, the idea being that because God is all-powerful, nothing can happen that he doesn't allow. And so forth, that means uh, whatever he allows is his will, which is absolutely absurd. He, what, a rape occurs and, and it was God's will that it happened? I just I hate that false, wicked, vile doctrine. It's, it's just foul. But anyway, uh, <laughs> here you go. God told Israel how to appoint kings, and he gave that instruction in Deuteronomy 17. Well, they disobeyed it. And they appointed kings that did not qualify according to his instructions. When these kings led Israel away from God and into sin, well, God rebuked them. And he said, they have set up kings, but not by me. They have made themselves princes, and I knew it not. That's in Hosea 8 verse 4. Now, God said, you can take him for his word, I think. God said, they set him up. Uh, He didn't say, I set him up. He said, they set him up. And he said, they did it without him. He wasn't even involved in it. He said they set up kings, but not by me. He said they made princes, that is rulers, and he said, I knew it not. Now, that didn't mean he was not aware of it. Well, he just made mention of it, so he was obviously aware of it. It means he did not approve of it. He did not acknowledge these princes as legitimately placed into power. This actually reveals that even God acknowledges the power to govern requires the consent of the governed. So he allows them to appoint their own rulers. It also shows that it is entirely possible for a people to put someone into power that God did not approve of. Not everyone holding positions of power in our government uh, was intended by God to have that power. Most of our government is in that case today in America. 
And that's why we are in such a mess. Now, please excuse me. I'm, I'm wrong. My voice here today. In America, as in other once-free countries like Venezuela, uh, you do a search and you'll find not one so-called mainstream media outlet in America will present any article raising questions about the 2020 election. Uh, every article will, will be, uh, you know, why such claims are unfounded and baseless and all that nonsense. But if you go to BBC in Britain, uh, well, you find a willingness to look candidly at this issue. Or go to Brazil or Venezuela. These countries also, uh, well, not so much in Venezuela anymore, and Brazil's getting locked down as well, but in any event, uh, they'll talk about massive voter fraud skewing elections. But American legacy media is government-controlled and government-biased, and they will not report the truth about elections unless they have to. And if they do it, they can bury it somewhere and do a mention, a kind of a touch-and-go. You see, they're in on it, friend including Fox News, by the way. I, I mean the company, but the Fox News Corporation was complicit in the 2020 steal. Uh, I believe they sent the green light signal with Fox News calling Arizona for Biden way early. Strangely, I mean, we're, it was like, what? Well, this is awfully early to be calling Arizona. Uh, if Fox called Arizona for Trump, well, I think that was the signal to say, well, it's not going to go for Biden. Stand down. Uh, no sense exposing ourselves and our system and all that kind of stuff. If Fox called Arizona for Biden, well, that meant green lights. It's all a go. A signal to the fraud system to go full bore on the steel. That's my uh, read on this. It will come out one way or the other. Just be patient. Voting machines in several districts in Pennsylvania were lately shut down when they were discovered to be flipping votes. Did you hear me, folks? Districts in Pennsylvania had voting machines that were flipping votes. Northampton County Local News reported, quote, several voting machines in multiple districts across Northampton County are down due to votes getting flipped and not recording properly, end quote. Article, article, right here. You can read it. Flipping votes. See, that was a local news story. Only American legacy media and politicians generally, rhinos and, and Democrats, just can't see it, friend. Fulton County hired some lawyers to defend against allegations the officials participated in voter fraud, which, by the way, takes it way past John Schmuck voting twice. Becker News, another local uh, outfit, uh, writes, Trouble in Fulton County? High-powered defense attorneys moved to withdraw amid questions about 2020 ballots. These attorneys were hired to represent Teresa Crawford and Aaron Johnson in a criminal case involving them with regard to the election in 2020. The attorneys, high-powered super lawyers, by the way, the kind uh, only the limitless, uh, bottomless pockets of taxpayer-funded government can afford to retain, well, these guys quit. They withdrew from the case. Now, here's their filing to withdraw. See it in my notes. The reason given by the attorneys is concern about questions raised over the ballots used in the 2020 election. And the questions involve, where are the missing ballots? There is no voter fraud involving election officials, right? That's all conspiracy theory, right? The Georgia election scandal is outrageous. 2,056 felons voted. 66,248 voted who were under the age of 18. 2,423 were unregistered. 
1,043 used a P.O. box, which is illegal to get an absentee ballot sent to a P.O. box. 4,026 voted past the registration date. 10,315 were dead. 395 voted in two states, and 15,700 have moved from the state but voted in Georgia elections anyway. And as Leah Rain said, while there might be some explanation for some of this, certainly not, well, not the dead people that voted or the under 18. Anyway, she said that this is just an itty-bitty tip of the iceberg. Here are some helpful things being done to help with the upcoming 2024 election. One, the RNC is finally waking up to this and taking at least some preventative action. The GOP has election integrity staff deployed in Mississippi and Kentucky to watch the election of those states. We're working hand-in-hand, quote, uh, with our Republican partners and attorneys to ensure fair and honest elections, end quote. So, if you trust your Mississippi and Kentucky GOP, I guess you can feel good about that. Uh, But here's a respondent to this tweet, uh, Robert Bruce Wilsey, who said, quote, weren't we told that election integrity staff were on the ground in multiple swing states in 2020? Then they were told to leave because counting had stopped for the night. And shortly thereafter, the apparent shenanigans started, end quote. Good reminder. But we are still concerned about the machines. Mike Lindell has deployed 300,000 volunteers to show up at polling stations, some of which are carrying a device called a WMD. Now, slow down. We're not talking about weapons of mass destruction here. Uh, It's a wireless monitoring device that detects wireless connectivity going on uh, in the vicinity of the device or of the monitor. Uh, Business Insider, by the way, does not believe the CCP is evil, the Chinese Communist Party. They like the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, And the fact that they are critical of Mike Lindell's WMD strategy, that's one of the surest recommendations in favor of of using it. He tells us the device will not only detect wireless activity, but could block it. That's great. Why would any election official object to a wireless monitoring device that can block wireless connection in a voting machine or report on wireless activity going on? The monitoring device can be mounted on a drone, which, uh, from which, by the way, it can detect and report in real time any Wi-Fi connectivity in any country and state election offices. Now, it seems like uh, these election officials would welcome this. And perhaps this could be an opportunity for them, finally, to prove once and for all that their machines are safe and effective. Yeah, like the COVID mRNA so-called vaccine, right? The MSM attack is intended to intimidate their 300,000 volunteers, said Lindell many of whom are equipped with uh, this wireless monitoring device that, uh, that detects hidden Wi-Fi networks connecting tabulating machines to the Internet in violation of federal law. The media's assault on Liddell comes on the heels of some interesting news last week that a Connecticut judge tossed out the results of an election because surveillance videos caught multiple individuals stuffing absentee ballots and voting drop-off locations. How about that? Another stolen election was caught in New Jersey. This is a case involving the 2020 election of a mayor for New Jersey. Quote, New Jersey City Council Speaker Alex Mendez, with the help of his wife, stole mail-in ballots in order to rig the 2020 election. This served as a basis for overturning that election in court and scheduling a new one. It also provided precedent for video evidence being sufficient to overturn an election. 
2,000 mules, anyone? This case proves Lindell was and is right. Now, I've got to wrap the show. This is good news, my friends. It's not everything we need, but it's helpful that we're moving in this direction. Keep praying. Remember, one of the most righteous men who ever lived, his name was Daniel. Named with Noah and Job as the three most righteous guys, other than Jesus, of course. But Daniel had to pray and fast for 21 days to overcome Satan's resistance to Gabriel getting God's message of the 70 weeks prophecy to him. Now, friend, that might be a bit inside for some of you. I get it. But anyone can get this. Jesus said, some devils require extraordinary measures to overcome, like prayer and fasting. Some devils are stronger than others. Friend, we are up against some very stubborn satanic strongholds, and we need, we need strong spiritual warriors to go forward in prayer and fasting to overcome the devils that are attacking us right now. Come on out and see me this Sunday. I'd love to meet you. I've lit the lamps at Church Belfry Arch. You let me know. You see they're on. Email me by going to our website, brainmassage.net. That's brainmassage.net. Find the Contact Us button. Send me an email. You can leave me a message on our listener response hotline. That's 805-314-2114. I don't answer that, that, that line. I'm sorry. I can't. But if you leave a message and ask me to return your call, I will. God bless you. God bless America. God save America. And I'll see you in church. Go to GodsWar2020.com.